welcome to episode 35 of Book Off Banter. I'm so excited to tell you that we've got a previous guest who's going to be joining us. Um, not going to lie, it's probably going to get a little bit awkward with Carla, but it's worth it because I'm hoping that we're going to have some Elvis lockdown tales. So shall we just get it over with Carla? Because you've got... I can't, I, I can't bear to look at him. <laughs> Wayne. <laughs> What have you done, Wayne? Think about what you've done. Don't put those bosoms in my face. <laughs> think about what you've done. What What do you think I'm cross about, Wayne? Um, apart from the genetics that make up your face, <gasps> I would Bitch. say oh. my rather shiny, shiny boots, shiny boots. <laughs> Wayne has got jealous? the boots. Jealous? I said to Katie before, I think I would have been less upset if you'd slept with my husband. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I did wearing those boots. <laughs> <laughs> this challenges our friendship. I do have to say that. And now you've got these wonderful set of breasts. I know. They literally came in the post today. I should have got my neighbour to open them. Can I ask what packaging they were in? <laughs> Just a cardboard box, which was really sad. Oh, I, I kind of, do you know, do you think that poor postman, if he'd known as he walked up what he had under his arm? To be fair, the postman knows me very well, post lady. She's called Flick, oh. like Flick your bean. Um, Obviously. She, I think she's actually called Felicity, but everyone calls her Flick, which I don't really get. Anyway, she um, has very kindly, for me in the past, delivered to some um, fellow homosexuals within the, the village um, a cardboard box that was empty but had dildos written all over it. Um, and I asked <laughs> her to leave it by their gate. <laughs> Oh, I love Flick. She's really cool. But I don't, I'm, I'm still not over the boots thing. I'm still not over it. Did you know that I wanted them? No. So, like, years ago, I think it's literally like a year or two years ago, I went to see Gemma um, at Ocean Blue at her unit. And she had these um, hideously, amazingly sparkly, oh my God, I think I'm a big gay magpie boots. Um, and they just happened to fit. And I put them on and cantered around her um, unit wearing these Gary Glitter boots was like, oh my God, these are fantastic. So she then said the other day, Wayne, do you want them? Because they're just sat in the, um, in the office. And I was like, girl, yes. And ever since then, I've been going to Scottish parties and Highland flings using these shiny boots to, uh, check if they're wearing underwear under their kilts that isn't that isn't why i wanted them can i just add because like, <laughs> that's had an extra element that i <laughs> hadn't thought about and actually hilariously i've got a picture of harry styles in the background wearing a kilt so i'm being well if i was kilt. there in those boots i could have told you you could, you could have slid your foot under that kilt for me and we'd be there but, um, I, this is why we're friends. Quite <laughs> With frankly. a selfie just got, camera in the toe. <laughs> God, amazing. This is why Wayne and I are friends. We have got just the best taste. The Literally, best taste. everyone was like tagging you in them when I put them on Facebook in my usual... I mean, they have their own theme tune. They're literally, like, every time I wear them, it's shiny boots, shiny boots, shiny, shiny boots, shiny boots, this shiny is boots. I kind of got it that when I was going to wear these boots that I didn't get, that there was going to be certain music playing when I walked around, obviously in my head, but like, do you know what happened? A listener from the podcast actually contacted the company and said, this is like really brilliant woman. She's actually did call me brilliant. And she said, she's in love with your boots. Could you, you know, send her a pair? And the company just went, no. 
<laughs> did you see um one of our listeners did you see her collection of boots that she put on our page oh my god yes that was another level like some of those boots were gorgeous i'm like that with my kurt geiger heels though this girl had like yeah, i think about issues. 35 pairs of all like really gorgeous but totally out there riding boots i don't know what to do now because if i get these boots yeah. everyone's gonna be like oh, copy and wayne but i still really want them so badly what do but I the do? thing is everyone thinks that i was just being shady at you and i genuinely didn't know that you wanted um <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm up for a bit of shade, don't get me wrong, mm. but it was a genuine thing because everyone kept tagging you in this bloody video of me titting around in these shiny boots. Um, and they were just like, Mickey Mayhem, Mickey Mayhem, Mickey Mayhem, Mickey Mayhem, Oh my god, I literally, I was like, I think I might actually cry. I'm like, I mean, of course, I was getting all these tags. I was like, don't rub it in, you fuckers. All right, okay, I've seen them. But you do have Trevor. Yeah, he's a right little shit as well at the minute. He keeps biting my feet. So maybe don't, oh, well, uh, you yeah. don't want him to skunk your patent. Yeah, until he's past the chewing phase, maybe don't get them. Imagine if you got the shiny boots and Trevor ate them. You'd be gutted. I'd be, I would be very gutted. But the, I'm still going to go for it. I think I'm still going to do it. That's yeah. fine. You can, you can copy when Wayne. We get together, That's finally. okay. Yes. Yeah, he's original. We could so, just be um, the shiny boot gang. Oh, my God. Okay. So um, I, I, the thing with you is, Wayne, I was cross with you. You've rocked up tonight in a fabulous wig. Very unapologetic <laughs> about it all. I can't be cross with you for too much longer because at the end of the day, yeah. At least he's you know. not wearing the boots. Oh no, I mean that is. would be that would be that horrendous. Would be cruel. That would uh, be cruel. Do you know what I do you know what I have done today? I have gone on Amazon and I have ordered rainbow laces. <laughs> Shiny boots with oh rainbow laces. <laughs> No, that's a step too far. I'm sorry. That's just... Oh, uh, no, no. Because I wouldn't want... Carla, what I wouldn't want, though, is for anyone... ...are, like, blingy. This this is, like, another level. To be it, fair, Wayne and I aren't typical way of the event world. But I, just, I, I bought the rainbow laces because the ones that come with it are elasticated, and no. And secondly, I wouldn't want anyone seeing me wear them thinking... God, that heterosexual man, shame he's not gay, because that could have been a man of my dreams. So by putting the rainbow laces on, I'm just <laughs> eliminating my sexuality risk. because yeah. obviously people would never know. Yeah, I see that. I, now. Could, I could see this as a real problem, actually. Yeah, yeah in real. I mean, <laughs> just the other day, someone asked me to change their tire. I was like, love. <laughs> <laughs> what were they thinking? To be fair, I, I did change the tire because I am relatively, um, like, I don't know which is the X and which is the Y as to male, female, but I, I the extra gay gene, I've just got a little bit common yeah, sense, you, just probably, just... rather than full-blown, like, um, yeah. I've got a common sense gene that goes. And also, I mean, when was the last time someone offered me to play with their nuts? <laughs> I'll pass up that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Christ, getting to fiddle with someone's nuts on the side of the road without the f fear of being arrested. Without the police being involved. I tell you, yeah. yeah, that's them. Um, 
Shall we? Shall we quickly do our news? I I have just said to Carla, like I said, I'm going through my my camera reel quickly because I'm trying to find out what I've done. And she was like, for one of the week, I was like, no, just in life, like it's just been dull as like pancakes a little bit better um but obviously he's off has your new horse arrived yet no he hasn't um so we're buying him off jake saywell and he has just been incredible so he arranged to get him cut and said he would keep him for us while like all the swelling went down and he put him on the walker and then he rang and he said, it's just not healed quite as much as I'd like. I mean, I'll keep him for another week for you. And then someone who also trains with Carla decided they would buy a horse from him. So it made more sense for to just pick them all up in one lot. So he was like, okay, I'll just keep him a bit longer for you. Um, so he's been amazing and he lets Could me keep know him, how... like, Keep him until winter's over. Well, that's what, what I mean? I'm thinking. expensive this time of year. Well, do you know what it is? Bless him. So he rang me today. Came till the spring comes. He rang me today and he was like, I'm just wondering about um, these, you know, the horse. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, like, I'm ready for him to come, you know, as soon as um, this other horse gets its x-rays, like, we're good to go sort of thing. And he was like, because it was just looking a little bit poor in the field. So I've brought it in. And so I'm, you know, got it in so I can feed it up a bit. And I was like, bless him. He's now literally just Aww. keeping my horse and has done for ages. So Aww. I would massively, massively recommend him. He's been incredible to deal with, like way too accommodating probably. I think he does think exactly like you say, that I'm just basically using him as a livery service for the winter and waiting until the spring comes. So hopefully next week he will be here. The arrival of Excellent. the fringe. And then... I haven't really done a lot either, actually. Oh God, this is such a, such a boring. Well, other than get mad at get mad at Wayne, I've not really done that much. There's not really much you I? can do, though, is there? I haven't even really ridden the horse, if I'm honest. I can't be asked. I look at Wayne's Facebook, and he's like, "Oh, I'm just doing a bit of jumping, a bit of grid work, and stuff." Look at me doing dressage on my horses, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Look at you all motivated in your silver boots. <laughs> you know, they they are in themselves a motivational speech. <laughs> I look at them and I just think, I need to be worthy. I need to be worthy. That actually, wearing a pair of silver riding boots is a real statement. Because if you were a pair of silver riding boots and was a really shit rider, maybe I shouldn't get a pair. (laughs) Don't, Carla. So today I had some videos done of me riding some jumping horses, uh, including my dressage horse, gave him a bit of a pop to ping. And... um, yeah, most of the videos haven't made it online. Do you know what really shows up in silver boots? Your lower fucking leg. I can imagine. Uh, I look like, if I was wearing spurs, I'd have had anal from them. I mean, my lower leg was like a bloody windmill. Unreal. I find that hard to believe. Well, you know, I'll, you I'll, send, you, I'll send you the video for your own little personal view. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of my personal view. Put it on there because that ended so well last time with the one. Do you remember sheepskin nose band? Katie, well, did you see this, Katie? No. So Wayne put a video up on, of him jumping one of his horses, who's got a, a high head carriage, a naturally high head carriage, but jumps beautifully. It really does jump, really jumps for fun. And then someone commented like, have you tried a sheepskin nose band? And it was just so unnecessary. And it was just, well, it, was just, it got quite hilarious, didn't it? Because it'd, be, it's, it'd been a succession it, of things. Um, I can't help 
but be an asshole in life. And with my asshole status, I have now coined the phrase hashtag sheepskin noseband. So um, I have t-shirts with it on. Um, I put it on most of my things. Um, oh, and I also got told that my horse was overbent. Um, oh, that's my favourite one, this one. And it was, it was the fact that, so I have a lot of people on my Facebook and I would hope that most of them are there to follow the journey and the ridiculousness of an ageing queen. Um, but you do, you know, the odd troll comes out from under their bridge just to point out something really freaking gormless. And she went, it needs, uh, it's overbent. It. And I was pounding, it's not an it, it's Viv. And actually, if you watch the video all the way through, you'll see he's a little bit overbent before he really stretches down. So um, in the nicest way possible, go fuck yourself. Oh God, and I had Chinese cat lady. That's oh happened to me I've forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, oh, okay, you looked absolutely bemused by this. Chinese, <laughs> Chinese cat lady. So I've got a little bit of a twisted sense of humour. And three years ago, I um, took a photo of my cat, Poppy, who's now sadly died because she was like 112 years old. Um, she decided, like cats like to sit in cardboard boxes, that she would sit in my Chinese takeaway box. So I said, the awkward moment your local Chinese takes freshness to a whole new level. Well, my sponsors will hear about this. Um, why is Woman, this she funny? went off, didn't she? Yeah, she you, you're off. supposed to be an animal lover. Oh, Christ. Dawn of the dead. It was, do you know when you're like, are you, you know, like, are you okay, hon? When people say that, yeah. I really kept, that's all I wanted to ask. I was like, is she all right? She was having a proper breakdown, wasn't she, about this uh, I mean, cat this in the bar. Oscar speech worthy. I mean, <laughs> Christ, she was off on my, she was, I'm going to tell your sponsors, they should be disgusted, you're meant to be an animal lover. It's a cat in a fucking gut, a box, like, <laughs> she's still clearly alive and blinking, like, what the hell? It, it was really, 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 to be fair, and this is one of the reasons why we said, other than the silver boots thing, I said to Katie about coming on because it's been quite a thing. It's a national bullying, anti-bullying week this week. <laughs> oh, I did yeah. say to week. I said, it's not bullying week, it's anti-bullying week. Um, we brought uh, him on because he bought the silver me. boots and collars to Katie determine. bullies everybody. Cats, <laughs> me, bullies everybody. He even said horrible things about Harry Styles the other day. <laughs> he just, yeah. He does look like he cried out the sex. And I don't see the problem with that, quite frankly. <laughs> um, no, but recently on your Facebook in particular, the trolls have come out a little bit, haven't they, Wayne? You know, you've, they had, have. you've there has been a little bit. There was a guy trying to tell you as a gay man that Donald Trump wasn't homophobic. <laughs> yes, and that we were all virtue signaling and snowflakes. <laughs> yeah, it has been, you know, you've had. And, it, for someone who perhaps who was, you know, you're, you come across with quite a thick skin. I know you aren't. I know you haven't really. I know there's a soft side to you. Your silver yeah. boot wearing thief. Um, I'm but a dying like, so like but, <laughs> Yeah. But the other way around. You're an armadillo. <laughs> armadillo! So like, <laughs> so I was like, wondering with but, the dime bar. I was confused. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's the old advert was um, dime bar, armadillo! 
Armadillos! Crunchy on the outside, I think, soft are, on the inside, are you being, Armadillos! <laughs> are you a bit young for that, Katie? I think Katie's Probably. a bit young, I understand it. But yeah, like, I've got, I, someone that I've got I, relatively thick skin, but there's, I just, I don't get why people feel the need to comment on something they haven't read properly. So all I put was, yeah. for all, all my American friends and gay and black friends, I'm glad that Trump is out. And suddenly I'm a Biden supporter. Um, I'm supporting paedophilia. I'm this, I'm that, I'm the, and so, but, but, but no, no. I think mm. that we've come much further than this in gay rights, black rights, humanity. All I was doing was pointing out that I don't think he's a very ethical, um, ethical or humanitarian person. Yeah, um, I'm a snowflake, I virtue signal. Um, people like me ram our sexuality and our race down other people's that was, throats. Yeah, that was, he, he, there was a lot of that about you ramming your sexuality down people's throats. And I'm like, with the greatest respect, you're, you aren't tap dancing in your silver boots into their front room. They're choosing to follow you. And if they I was really you, surprised about, he hadn't left already. I know, and like within 15 minutes of following your page, it's quite obvious who you are and what you are and that you're very proud of who and what you are. So why would you then be offended by it after that length of time of following you? I don't know. But it was, but for somebody perhaps who wasn't able to take it, I could see that some of those things could be quite nasty, quite hurtful. You know, and I know we laugh about somebody saying it's overbent. Have you tried a sheepskin noseband? You know, those are the sort of things that to somebody else could be like a real sort of turner. Like, oh shit, should I even be riding this horse? It's overbent. It. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just something that sprung to my mind. It feels like a little bit for you at the moment. You're a little bit fair game for some reason. Oh, well, I, I know literally. why. They're all sticking up for me because you stole my silver boots. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, it's Carla <laughs> with a fake yeah. account. <laughs> me with my yeah. a thousand troll accounts. Yeah, um, I don't know. I was saying this to someone today that I'm, I do try really hard to be honest about who I am, where I'm from and what I'm looking for in life. Um, and I was saying that I've kind of come off a lot of the Facebook social groups and things now because I found myself diving headfirst into sticking up for people who were just being trolled, berated and everything else. And all that happened was actually, I just, not anxiety, because I'm not overly an anxious person, but it did, it had me on the edge of my seat. Like I'd, I'd be frightened of looking at my phone because I was waiting mm. for, you know, lockdown, we said this last time, the first lockdown, it's brought out some real assholes. Um, it's brought out some really hilariously funny people who have gone way high in my um facebook world of i don't know you but i'm going to follow you because you're hilarious as fuck yeah and there's a lot of kindness shown from certain people there's less kindness shown from others but actually it's remembering that social media is fake like i have a nice lorry it's 112 years old nearly as old as the cat was but it's still really posh it's the poshest lorry I've ever had in my life. But no one knows how I got it. They just think, oh, Wayne's got a really nice lorry. He's got really nice horses. Mm. Everything's been handed to him on a plate. No, this second lockdown, I have no staff. I'm looking out 16 horses a day and riding up to eight. 
And do you know what? I never complain that I'm tired. I never complain that I could commit slow suicide with a butter knife, preferably plastic, to make it last a really long time. Um, or that actually sometimes I'm so tired that I am such an emotional wreck that I could cry at an advert with a dog tied to a bin while they go and buy a newspaper because it's been a pandemic. But I'm not the person that will ever give in to my inner demons. Um, but when I feel like that, it seems like a bit like your iPod shuffle knows exactly what mood you're in. Therefore, this is the music you need to listen to. Oh my God, no, don't It's like do the that. trolls just kind of like go, he's feeling weak, quick, we need to get him more. Tell him he's fat. You know, oh great. Fantastic. It's interesting that you say that because I randomly had, um, was talking to one of our listeners who sent me a message and I really, I'm trying to think how we got onto it and I honestly can't for the life of me, but we kind of talked about social media. I think she messaged and asked what my blog was and I said, you know, this is what it is, but I said, I'll be honest, I've really not written anything for so, so long. And I said, like, I just kind of, I like fell out of love a little bit with it because I was starting to become really conscious of like, say if I'd had a shit day, um, like at a competition, if I didn't write about it, I'd feel then like disingenuous because I would feel like you don't want to be perceived as just showing the good. And so I would be like, okay, we're going to have to go through this in like massive detail. But actually the last thing sometimes you want to do is do that and sometimes you've had a shit day you've ridden like a dick and you just there's no lesson to be learned except like try and ride a bit less like a dick next time and the other side of it was when things were going well that was almost worse because I wouldn't want to write that because I'd think oh now people are gonna think oh she's just like showing off or well it's easy for her because she's got that horse or whatever and I just found like I was overthinking it and I just thought, do you know what? Social media is probably just not the best for me. Um, I think it, it's not worth the grief, but I liked it sometimes when I would write something and people would write to me and say, oh, that really helped me. Like I love hearing that you were really nervous and you still went and did it. I think yeah. you are more, like you do more, don't you, on social media? Like, well, you do I way do more on social media than me. I know, I'm, a social, I'm a social media whore. I love it. Does it um, make the thing is, because you have your massive bonkers side, I think you should never be scared of putting your positive and your negatives mm. because that's life. Like, Jesus mm. Christ, if I had good days all the time, I'd be bored shitless. Mm. We've, we've talked about this before, haven't we, Katie? We've said about the ups and downs, of, particularly with horses. Mm. And um, <laughs> one, of the, one of the things which I mentioned it before was for some bizarre reason, I had that, the shittest day ever at in the Walls. And for some reason, because I had to drive back by myself, I cried on my Instagram story, like proper, ugly, snotty crying. And I kept even saying, I know I'm a really ugly crier. <laughs> and the amount of messages I got from professional riders, from all sorts of people just saying, oh my God, please don't cry. You know, and it was, it was actually really quite nice. And then afterwards, a couple of days after, the amount of people that then messaged me going, do you know something? It was so nice to see something real. On, on social media because yeah. so often we see hi guys hashtag sponsors you know and to actually see somebody sat in the car park 
having had a real shitter of a day and instead of going oh not the best day on paper but we learned a lot just going i fucking hate horses i fucking hate eventing and i want to give up um is they just said it was really refreshing so you know sometimes um, being open and honest um is is a good thing but by the same token it then leaves you vulnerable to people that because there are some horrible people out there that are gonna yeah. use that I against you I think that's you, the thing they? like for me is I just thought you know I've got some really lovely people around me and actually I just can't even be bothered with sort of putting myself in a position not that I ever actually did the worst I ever had was someone that called Manny fat which I was really offended by but I understand in the grand scheme of things <laughs> wasn't actually that traumatic um but yeah the other thing was when you'd said about coming off some of the groups like the facebook groups and mm. um, yeah. i followed this kind of you know when someone asks for advice yeah and then fuck me the advice goes from like some people who are like maybe stroke him like seven times a day and feed him a mint and other people are like you know <laughs> beat it with a barbed wire stick then they just argue between themselves I think it's really difficult now because I think like I would never even bother putting anything because I just think I can't be bothered with and it's a shame because actually there is so much like where you know that you've had a horse who maybe has done that same thing and you think there's so much to be learned from other horsey people isn't there and especially if you're someone like me where I'm on my own I'm not on a livery I don't have other people particularly that can ask for advice but Jesus those fucking groups are brutal and I almost well, don't know how much it's worth it. Um, so it's not. It's not. We went, I took a young horse to um, the young dressage thing to not to qualify or anything because you know we're not about winning. Um, it's all about experience. Another lie we tell ourselves. Um, of course, it's all about the fucking Absolutely. winning. I want a res- I want a sash. I want a Lamborghini. For God's sake. Um, But we went and I'd already in the car on the way there, um, I said to the owner, I was like, I've already worked out our, um, our status for what, no matter what happens today, she really held her own in good company with some big names, um, couldn't be proud. Big names. I was really proud of her journey. And I think that's the biggest thing, um, I learned years ago, performance over percentage, like, the judge doesn't know your history with that horse. It doesn't know that only last mm. week you got decked seven times because you asked for left lead canter. You know, they don't know that. So the fact that you went out there and it was a bit tense and it was a bit gory and horrible, but you stayed on and no one died, to you, that was worth a 10. But to the judge, they're thinking, Jen, and you got a five. Well, that's fine, but be pleased with where with your performance if the performance was shit and you ride like a bag of spanners and your horse was like a box of frogs with razor blades then maybe you can have like a so you've obviously <laughs> judged me then wayne have you? <laughs> that reminds is... me of um have you seen the new group on facebook the shite is it shite eventers or uh shit eventers unite that's it that one where it was um like worst things your instructors said to you or something like that so I rang Carla and I said, not this Carla, other Carla, and said, it reminded me of, um, I remember I had like my old horse, Minnie, who was really quirky. And I got so scared to take her to this show that I sat on a bucket and cried and cried before I went. 
and I took her around the class and I was so scared. And when I came out, the first thing Carla said is, we're going to have to work on your hands. They were around your ears at times. And I said, like, I honestly could have wept because I was like, but I'm alive. And that's all that I care about because I thought I was going to die. And I cried <laughs> on a bucket. And whereas for her, obviously, as a trainer, she was just like, fuck me. Could your hands have got any higher? Um, and she was like, oh, I didn't know you'd cried on a bucket before you went. And I was like, I was just really pleased I was alive. And it's exactly like that, isn't only, it? The only people that cry on a bucket when I go anywhere is the actual dressage judges. They see me coming. They're like, oh, fucking hell, not again. Not again, please. And I go trotting down the centre line, grinning at them, going, like, look at my teeth. Look at my teeth. They're much better than the dressage. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so... It is, it, it is, like you say, you're glad to be alive. That's how I feel after most events, to be honest. Most dressage judges are glad to be alive. Uh, when I finished a dressage test, they're like, thank fuck, that's over. Yeah, that's exactly it with horses, isn't it? There's such, like, there's such a lot that goes on behind the scenes that nobody else is ever going to see, whether that's a judge or someone on social media. And that's what makes it hard, is like, someone passes a judgment and you're like, but you don't know that I've just had the fucking shittest week where I'm been leveled three times or ever and that just so it really hurts i think that's true so with big, you wayne with viv she's a good she's he sorry viv i just called him she he's a he isn't it he yeah like, he, you know he, he is um he's beautiful and he's a stunning horse now but he's not he's not an easy horse and you've got him to match uh, no, everything was, i was uh, carla you've got to remember i was handed a made horse that's what literally were, and the owner, the previous owner even put on um, a status that I put up saying, um, thanks for another national Viv. Um, it's amazing what a made horse can teach you. And, and actually put on that I can vouch that when I gave this horse to you, he was not a made horse. There is one person's nice. name on that horse's record. One mm. person's name on that horse's record and it's mine. And that's mm. all the way from novice right through to advanced medium. Um, he isn't easy. He's quirky. He has his little, like, um, stupid things that I know about him now. Like, you know when someone called a dressage test at the side of a sand arena and they flattened the ground where they, the arena surface where they stood? That is the black hole of Calcutta and there are zombies and killer <laughs> monsters in there. And we have to jump it at four foot and land back down with our hind legs first. Swishes his tail, spooks at his fart and the swish of his tail, tucks his oh bum gosh. underneath him and scoots along. And also jumps poos in the arena. So someone had dared allow their horse to shit on the centre line at Hartbury and Viv jumped it like it was a bloody ditch. Do you not do like a diva? Landed. Like, excuse me, somebody, can you come and clean this yeah, up, please? I don't know why. That's what's wrong. Viv is, <laughs> Viv is basically Mariah Carey yeah. in her horse no. form. It's like, bitch, clean up this, clean this up. I don't want this around me. Viv, if I don't, Viv had his I don't way, work under these conditions. Viv had his way. He'd be lying on a chaise long, just being like ponying up. Like that, like what that, to say he one. isn't? Well, quite frankly, on your yard, anything goes. You've got some new pets. I just suddenly realised this. You've got some new animals. Well, ferrets. So we've, got, we've got Elvis. We've now got some ferrets. Is it, do you what? actually have a list of all of my animals? 
I am a little bit obsessed. I am a little bit obsessed with your place because it's basically my utopia because I love any animal. I love all animals. And so I'm like, when I'm feeling sad, I scroll through Wayne's Facebook and there's goats jumping all over his car. There's pigs <laughs> just doing what they want. And I'm like, suddenly the world's a better place. Um, I always say to people, like, you can't be depressed at my yard because the animals don't let you. Like, you go in feeling a bit of a certain way and you get to the gate and while you're unlocking the padlock, the, the pigs start coming up and you probably saw the video of me chatting away to the pigs where they go, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, so they're chatting away to me and then the goats go, it's food o'clock! And then start all rampaging and trying to climb in the cocking wheelbarrow while I'm trying to feed the horses, um, which usually involves feed scoops flying, me tripping over. Um, yeah, yeah I think um, that's what I'm lacking is like the comedy animals. So after we had you on yeah. the podcast last time, I got off and I was like to Ben, oh, we need a llama or an alpaca. And Ben was like, absolutely not. <laughs> it's not going to happen. And I was like, no, listen to all these really funny stories. And I told him and he was like, none of those stories are encouraging me to buy a llama or an alpaca for you. Like, I am not trailing across the whole of like the village trying to track down a bloody alpaca until it catches itself in barbed wire and I can rugby tackle it and carry it home. Well, you see, basically, I think I am the inspiration for Hunted, that TV programme. Um, only there are no celebrities. Um, it's, it's just Elvis. It's basically Elvis and, and me. Um, so there was some sheep on the common um, that had escaped from somewhere else. I mean, who knew? <laughs> and uh, one of the villagers came to the gate and was like, your sheep are on the common. I was like, I'm racist. I only have brown ones. They're not mine. <laughs> and it was the first time I was we like, we're so mm -hmm. excited. Yeah. <laughs> They're not mine. These people that can't keep their animals in. I mean, honestly. I mean, so, so I've got a fabulous friend called Linda who is... Um, like a whirling dervish of fabulousness and she when she comes to the yard she brings like a snack truck of treats for my dogs the goats everything gets a fucking treat right <laughs> it was kind of cute the day one that she did it it was relatively cute the second time now the fuckers <laughs> try to rugby tackle her when she opens the gate as she's trying to drive in, I've got six pigs, all making Linda. a bid for freedom. Um, the dogs are all like, ah, it's Linda! The goats are going absolutely apoplectic. Figgy's in his stable, kicking the shit out of the stable door, because he's like, feed me, bitch! Um, and Linda, like, pops out, and it's just like, Mary fucking Poppins, feed the birds, throwing food everywhere for everything that's trying to molest her. But she bought a new van the last time she came. And you know when you get something new and the technology's brighter than you are? All the time. So it kind of locked itself. And she had the key in her hand. And she kept going for the handle. It was like, beep, 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 beep. So I'm in the tack room crying a little bit. Possibly a bit of wee came out. As I can see Linda's face getting more and more puce. And then all of a sudden, it was this beeping, oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> every single Linda. animal just stopped in its tracks and were like, give Linda a minute. <laughs> She's having a moment. <laughs> 
So do you have any lockdown Elvis stories? Has Elvis stayed locked down? Um, Elvis, I've had in um, in six foot, no, well, probably eight foot Harris fencing with his little pal Mimi. And um, I decided, because I'm a wise Jedi master, to put them behind my mirrors at the end of the school. But there are gaps between the mirrors, like <gasps> huge gaps. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I was thinking so there are so many new ways to die. Spooky. <laughs> there are so many new ways to die. So it goes long, like a tall mirror in the corner, a gap, a load of mirrors on their side, a gap, and another tall mirror. So the stallions are already trotting down towards the mirror, going like, at their own reflection, which is joyous. And then as they get near the mirror, obviously they catch their reflection, they're a bit hot and then Elvis goes Le-boo. just out the corner of the mirror <laughs> at which point I'm now bronking across the school oh my god and, if they, and there's also a gap at the bottom of the mirror um, of the long mirrors the sideways mirrors and um, they do like to do pop their head under the mirror and like you do you hun you do you I give you Great, a five Lacks expression. I'm, I'm just, can I just say, um, weren't you trying to sell like training weekends at your place recently? <laughs> yeah. um, pay a couple of hundred pounds and die in the Have both your legs Lana. broken. <laughs> yeah, desensitizing, we call it. Isn't that what the natural horsemanship crowd call it? Desensitizing. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep, flooding. Flooding. That's flooding. Basically, keep smacking them over the head with a plastic lemonade bottle till it's bored of being smacked over the head with a lemonade bottle and gives up. Yeah. Get that. Just, that just exactly. let it be so scared of llamas that <laughs> nothing else will stare it in its life ever again in case a llama yeah. pops out, basically. Uh, but but you know... Like, there's a big fuck-off train coming at it. Well, it's not a llama. That's okay. <laughs> I have to say, though, I'm so proud of my horses because the initial kind of like, what the fuck? Um, that happened on day one. <laughs> day two, they're just like, I see you, llama. Um, elongated sheep giraffe. Um, yeah, so um, as I said before, I've been quite busy recently. And you know how you set your day? Like, today I need to do X, Y, Z. And Z was moving um, said llamas to behind the stable so that they're more sheltered and whatever. And Having no staff and having no daylight, I um, it's a muddy old hole to get to where they were. And I needed to catch them and put a piece of Harris fencing at the end of the stable so they couldn't get out. But I couldn't take the llamas without the Harris fencing because I had nothing to put them in without the Harris. So I'm now knee deep in bog and disgustingness with two llamas in one hand and Harris fencing in the other. And for once, my guardian angel wasn't a pisshead and jacked up on heroin and actually decided to look out for me and it all went smoothly. That's quite, no, that's quite boring for us, though. I mean, yeah, so fair, Wayne. That, we would have liked we that to, to end differently. Um, yeah. I know, we all would have liked it to end differently. But, do you know, the joy <laughs> is, because we've had some psycho assholes in the stables, um, horses, those, um, some of them have kicked boards out of the back. And when I'm mucking out, 
this happens to be where Elvis and Mimi is. So when I'm mucking out, I find myself suddenly like dying and trying to crawl up my own asshole because Elvis or Mimi have popped their head through the fucking gap. <laughs> Oh my god! I they say that every day you should do something that elevates your heart rate. Welcome to llamas. <laughs> they make me so happy. Like I love their stories because you know when you can really picture something. Like I can picture yeah, that- him schooling and him just like with his really long <laughs> neck. Like oh my god! I just need a llama. I I have to say I I love all of my animals and I've got. Sheep, geese, chickens, goats, pigs, llamas, ferrets, dogs, and horses. Have you got any cats? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Don't talk about the cat. Don't talk about the cat. Not the Chinese cat. Don't right. mention the cat. Um, yeah. Um, we were saying this the other day that the joy of my yard is that we, we being me and my many personalities, um, <laughs> allow you to be yourself. Just sadly, sometimes when you find yourself, you discover you're an asshole. <laughs> and I kind of feel that Elvis has embraced that yeah. so much. He came as some meek and mild little thing that was like, oh no, don't come near me. To now sticking his head through the fucking back of a stable to try and get a treat. <laughs> Oh my god. But I we love Elvis. Elvis. We love I him. Just adore him. <laughs> and everyone's like, he should have his own Facebook page, and then I get reported to the RSPCA for leading him somewhere, for God's sake. <laughs> oh, but we, we appreciate Elvis and his and it wouldn't be quite the same. The yard, your yard wouldn't be the same without him as as much as you he annoys you. Oh, I absolutely yeah, absolutely adore him. Like someone said, I could take him off your hands. I was like, touch him and you die. <laughs> oh, I think once you'd had Elvis, like if you went to the yard and didn't have him, it just wouldn't be the same, would it? Like, that's how I feel. Oh. I, I think like I would feel much happier every day if I had like Elvis's little head popping out. Did we, we have him shorn need... the last time? Yes, because he didn't like yeah. the guy. He spat at him. Uh, uh, well, I did, I, to be fair, it could have been Mariah Carey doing the clip and he still wouldn't have liked that either. <laughs> um, oh, he now yeah. climbs up, because I feed the feed horses in different you know, sections of the yard. He climbs up the Harris fencing and pops his head over the top. He's like, <laughs> don't even, don't even. If I come to the yard and find you grazing on the fucking common again, just don't. <laughs> He permanently wears a head collar now, so just in case I do find him in, I don't know, in Morecambe Bay, <laughs> diving with basking sharks, um, I can at least catch the fucker. <laughs> I love him. I love him. I, I love him. Uh, to be fair, I cannot wait till next year, March, when um, I get to watch myself for three hours on Facebook Live, chasing him. Do, do you know hours. something when... Neither can I. I am, <laughs> I am quite frankly living for it. Just let him out. I think Just it should on. be. I think I'm going to. Wayne, it's lockdown. It's winter. We're all a bit miserable. No. Let him walk around and chase after him. Like Do when it. you it's said you got. When you said you'd got eight foot fencing, like my heart sank. I just. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. Lockdown's hard for all of us, but I really don't think yeah. 
us should have to do lockdown. I, I feel like he's a free spirit and he just wants to roam the common. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. One day, one day. Just... When you're slightly less busy, perhaps. Maybe when you start <laughs> When I'm back. slightly less busy and likely to just cry. <laughs> when Elvis lies down and you yeah. lie down think, and cry. Think what it'll do for your figure. Think what it'll do for your figure. Probably give me arthritis. Carla's just wanting <laughs> it to catch you in those silver boots and then give you blisters after a three-hour hike. In his yeah, I don't know, I gave myself shin splints chasing after him one day in these <laughs> god-awful cheap mucker things that I had. And I'm running along and I'm just cramping <laughs> in my legs. So now on the floor, he's just turned around and looked at me going, you are no fun, chase me. And I'm just on the floor with shin splint cramp things. I couldn't move. I was like, this is embarrassing. While Elvis is skipping around. <laughs> Elvis is like, this is great. Elvis is just like going, flowers, lovely, freedom. I think right. Elvis oh, would probably be gay. I feel, we feel like we've got to cover our last topic because I could, I, I mean, to be honest, have we done podcast. any other topics? Have we done any actual topics? We've done, we've so done we like just talked. Um, this oh, is before you do that though, before oh. you do that, can we just do a massive shout out to Lemieux for their um, ad campaign with that lovely, lovely, gorgeous little bat girl? Oh, I haven't oh, seen that. Do you know? No, I've seen this. So there's a, there's a couple, um, another one that we need to shout out for the, to inclusivity is that DVR Equestrian. Okay. So I bought one. I bought one of their T-shirts the other day. They, they've done um, my. They asked me to be involved in their advert. <laughs> Just a little little flex going on there, Carla. And um, it's uh, they're they're involved with and they and they use uh, Lydia Hayward, and yeah. uh, she's the black inventor. And finally, finally, because we talked about inclusivity before, we're seeing some actual inclusivity in advertising. The Mew and uh, DVR Equestrian. So big up them guys. Yeah. Absolutely. So our next topic we're going to cover really quickly is, um, I don't know if you've seen on quickly. Facebook at the moment, um, all the sort of the disagreements about horse prices. So we're getting loads of the like, no silly COVID prices or like COVID sent, you know, horse prices crazy. And then you get the other side of people sort of saying that actually horse prices are where they should be. So I mm. thought we would just quickly cover that because I think it's a really interesting topic. Like I personally, like I commented on a couple and then obviously people will be like, well, because you sell horses, you just want high prices. But it's like, well, no, because I'm buying them still. So yeah, you're still buying them mm. at the price. Exactly. I'm not making more money, but I just see that if I'm buying like a Connemara three-year-old from a guy in Ireland for a thousand euro, I mean, he's making a loss probably is what he's making yeah. mm. and then i think that's yeah, going to then impact people. the horses they're not going to feed them they're not going to get their feet trimmed they're not going to worm them because they actually yeah. couldn't afford to do that and all these people that bitch and moan about horse prices says the woman that buys every cheap horse going <laughs> but the most people that moan about the horse prices are the first to be on there going we need to shut down these dodgy dealers we need these dealers that are buying from bin end. You need to put down your horses when they're too old. And then you think, you can't have it both ways, love. Yeah. You can't have cheap horses that you want to buy and then not have the bin end dealers at the other end buying it, you know, buying and selling them. And yeah. I know, because um, Wayne sells a couple of horses occasionally. Yeah, giving up on that, love. Giving up on that. <laughs> 
I am done For with it reason? being the wrong colour, the wrong sex them turning up seven times with the woman who sold them a carrot for their previous horse just to see if she likes the look in its eye. Um, I'm out. I'm done. I can't deal with um, basically having people turn up to your yard to annihilate the horse they've just been to look at and then make an offer. Yeah, yeah, done. yeah. I'm out. Horse prices, horse prices at the moment, I, I have to think, I think at the moment is I agree with you, Katie. They are where they should be. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where um, producing a horse, it's almost... Uh, I was talking about someone, because obviously through my page, I, do, uh, I sell some stuff. And someone said to me, your prices are too low. I said, oh, God, no, I, I couldn't put my prices up. And they were like, this is the problem with some people. She said, they don't put a value on their time. They mm-hmm. don't put a value on what they do. And, they, and, and they, they're embarrassed about it. And I think that that is the problem with a lot of people that produce horses. I think that they're almost embarrassed about the time that they put in and they feel that their time is, or they feel other people won't feel that their time's worth it. So when you get these good producers who are producing horses really, really well, and they're, so their horses prices reflect that, people are like, oh my God, no, that's too much. But actually, it's not, it's a fair wage for someone. Yeah. It's maybe not fair, yeah. That's but the thing, factor in like the risk, you know, of breaking them, taking yeah. them to their first competitions, you know, doing and the fact that they're potentially gonna get injured, like we bought one that just he wasn't gonna be a safe, sort of easy horse for someone. So he went to a friend, we lost money on him, but I would like I'd rather do that, you know what I mean, than be selling something and lying to people. And but that's a level of honesty that sadly isn't shown in the horse world um, a lot. I'm not saying it's not shown; it is shown by mm. yeah, people. Yeah. But sadly, I've always said that a horse is worth is worth as much as someone's willing to pay. Well, yeah. Now every single person looking to buy a horse has an invisible blueprint in their head of what they want that horse to look like. It could be its colour has to be a specific thing, its height, its whatever. But they've got this imaginary blueprint that you have no idea what it is. And so they come and look at a horse that, you know, on paper fits their blueprint. And a bit like a series of bad dates on Tinder, you go and look at a few horses. They're not your cup of tea. Just say... It's not for me. Get in your car and fuck off. It's fine. I don't hate you for it. No yeah. one's going to hate you for it. Yeah. But don't come at the person selling the horse. And it's not, you know, I'm not the only person to have experienced this. Don't come at the person selling the horse and degrade the horse just because it isn't for you. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> like, it might not be your yeah. thing. and You might feel it's not the right, right price for you. But I've sold four-year-olds for 25 grand. I've sold nine-year-olds for £4.50. You know, yeah. it's, it's all relative. And I think horse prices are finally begin, are beginning to be more realistic. Yeah. yeah. Because I think actually the reason we have so much bad management and so much, um, not neglect, but bad horsemanship is because horses have been so cheap. Mm-hmm. that you can buy one and fuck it up on <clears throat> on you know on your dole money on your gyro yeah a hundred percent a hundred percent 
actually it's a huge responsibility like i've got more than enough of my own at the moment um you know my brood mares are home or whatever and it's fine you don't notice it in the grand scheme of things because you know what's being more poor um but when you think that a big heston bale of hay is 70 pounds so 70 pounds one horse because we feed Adelaide hay keep saying we like there's another person involved that's Sandra <laughs> who who is my it's uh, Della old, Della it's Della my alter ego who mucks out on a Sunday for me in six inch high heel um but that's 60 that's 70 pounds so one bale will do to uh, a horse for two weeks pretty much if they have a decent slice every day yeah you know so that's 35 pound a week bang right there yeah, just, just 35 pounds. A big, big bale of straw is 40 pounds. Well, if you do a clean bed every day, that's going to be one bale last year, two weeks. Now we're on 55 pounds. I haven't yeah. given myself a wage for mucking out. I haven't fed it yet. I haven't trimmed its feet. I haven't wormed it. Yeah. I haven't even ridden the bloody thing. Yeah. And I'm already at over half a hundred pounds per week yeah. for it to stand there looking at me shitting like it thinks i'm on commission i'm actually quite depressed thinking about it like that. someone put on a facebook post and um, they broke down like what it cost them to cover the mare keep the mare uh, um yeah. you know the vets like foaling fee then trimming i mean we had one actually um she was a really lovely mare we bred her she's the only one we've ever bred ourselves and we sold her as a five-year-old because she just jumping just wasn't for her. She could jump because she jumped out of fields all the time. But when it was actually came to doing the job that I wanted, she was like, meh, maybe, maybe not. Um, so she was just going to be a really safe, nice, happy hacker, even though she was bred to show jump. And I think we got five for her. And we worked out she was standing us being really really probably not that generous i think she was standing about eight and a half grand mm. it's okay. like you know but nobody was going to pay that for her because she was just like a nice sort of not going to do that much and it was a few years ago now you would probably get that but the yeah. reality is um and this is something that you know will be a bit of a marmite subject the reality is the amount of people doing top end riding in this country is minuscule in comparison to the amount of people that actually should have come to your yard, should have come and looked at your mare and given you that eight and a half grand yeah. because yes. it is exactly what they should buy. Yes. So no, yes. it's not by it's not by little Lord Fauntleroy out of I'm far too yes. fucking classy for you to ever ride damn line. Um, yes. They want a four-year-old that's been round Blenheim, but not badminton, because you wouldn't have wanted to have pushed it too hard. It needs to be able to do a change each way, but not doing Piaf and Passage yet, because it's young. What are you trying to do? Break its bones. You're a terrible person. It should hack out on its own. It should do the shopping for you. It should have a HGV license. And when you buy it for £2.50, I expect the Ketra lorry to come with it, all its tack and rugs, and also a groom. Actually, can you move in and ride it for me? I'll pay you <laughs> fuck all, but I'll make you toad in the hole. Like, I think that just pretty much summed it up. 
there's just a rider list you know like um celebrities have a ride these people have a rider list of does it come with tech it's Mm -hmm. for grand love it's a devacu saddle the devacu saddle costs more than the horse that you're buying (laughs) yeah 100 percent. so no no it doesn't I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't know. I've never spent four grand on a fucking saddle, let alone a horse. No, bitches. Oh, you need to get better at sexual favours to your husband. <laughs> Is that how you got them fucking silver boots, bitch? I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Is that how you got those silver boots? Because that, that is exactly how I got those silver boots. Oh, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly like you say. I think there's this thing as well of like, People, it's maybe changing a little bit. I've seen more of a market for cobs and stuff, but where everyone, exactly like you say, they want it to have, you know, this super flashy and huge scopey jump. And you're like, I don't want to pay for it because I'm actually not going to use it. I'm only really going to be jumping like <laughs> 50. So, well, okay, so don't pay for that. Like, because you don't need it. Um, and the other thing is like, we, we've got a Connie at the minute and I've actually held on to him. He's not gone up for sale because he's so nice and I thought he's only three and he just needs to really be turned away in a field for now like he just needs to grow but they won't want that reflected in the price but then also the amount of people that we've had where they've been like oh my god he ticks every single box but he's the wrong color that's not (laughs) like that is multiple people oh my god like that he's not he's not for sale a bad color and they're like, oh, they find his colour and they're like, no, wrong colour. What colour right. is he? Purple? Cromello. But that's really He's in. Got beauty. Wayne's got a beautiful Cromello. Yeah. I have got oh, a beautiful, well, it's not mine, but I ride. Oh, oh. Orlando. Um, I can't, I don't understand the people that go like, that go on about a horse's colour. It's like, oh, I don't want a grey. If it's a nice grey, just buy a fucking horse shower and deal yeah. with it. Put a rug on it. I don't understand that people say they don't like a horse of a different colour. I know. I don't suddenly say they don't like a horse of a different of a certain colour. It's just like the what they expect now is so much, but what they want to pay is isn't reflected in that. But quickly, because I know we're going to get shit, aren't we? About it being snobby when we're going to. It's not about snobbery at all. It's being realistic as a purchaser of. If it ticks nine out of the ten boxes and that one box it doesn't check is its fucking colour, just, you know, buy the horse. Oh, yeah, I just, I always think, though, anything, anything that you buy, unless you're a, a, a billionaire, anything you buy in life is a compromise. Nobody can ever go and buy anything they want, apart from perhaps some silver boots, which is 100% <laughs> what they always want, is it? You might go and buy a car and you might not be able to afford the air conditioning or, well, you actually have air conditioning, but you might not be able to afford the sat-nav system that you want. Everything in life. Yeah. Exactly. Everything in life is a compromise. And that's true with horses. I think perhaps because it's a horse you're buying, you suddenly think, it's got to be perfect. But actually sometimes with Vince, Vince wasn't, if I'd written down what I'd wanted, would I have bought Vince? Absolutely not. Would I change that horse for the world? absolutely not because i took a chance on him i liked certain things about him which were the things that mattered the most 
and I bought him and I do not regret for a single day. And the things that I thought would matter, they don't matter anymore. So, you know, if you don't like a horse because it's a certain color, but you take a chance on it, you've got two choices. Six months down the line, you either sell it on and you might make some money on it if the horse prices stay buoyant, or it might turn to be your dream horse. Not simple, isn't it? Then or am I looking at it too simplistically? What would you say for all of the people who kind of will answer on these things and say, well, I got this horse, you know, the prices are crazy because I got this horse for a thousand pounds. I got this for this because there's a lot of that, isn't there? So mm -hmm. if you're saying that you can't breed them, how come I got mine for this? Because sometimes you got that you were in the right place at the right time. Right place, right time. Exactly. That's just what happens sometimes. Sometimes they land in your lap and you're lucky. And other times you get screwed over. It's just also, the way it goes, if, isn't it? If your budget is five grand, you're not looking at the one thousand pound horses. You're looking at the four to six thousand. Yeah. And if your budget's ten, you're not you, looking at the five grand. You're not looking at the one grand. You're looking at the nine to eleven. Mm -hmm. Like the problem all... comes when you're expecting the nine to eleven, but with the one grand. Yeah. And then the yeah. person they're looking at the nine to eleven one. They've got a budget of ten. They're looking at the nine to eleven. They get the 11 grand horse down to nine and a half. They're like, oh, got bargain of the century here. Yeah. And then they start telling it's them. All I got... it, it is all relative, isn't it? It's it that is whole 100%. thing about a champagne taste with lager. What is it? That's it. Champagne taste with lager wage. Or... I just champagne, champagne and I lifestyle, lemonade budget, isn't it? That's the one. So we're going to quickly move on to Wanker of the Week. Um, I was really struggling because like I said, I've basically had no life for two weeks and I was going to have to use, um, Henry asked me what this, like what they're called, you know, when the stars make a pattern. Do you know what I mean? Constellation. That's it. Constellation. He asked me what one was and I said, oh, that <laughs> like fully committed as if I knew it. And I was like, oh, that's the ladle. And Ben was like, sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> That one's the ladle, and Ben said, oh, Orion's ladle is a really famous one. And I was like, is, is the ladle not one? He was like, no, you fucking lunatic. But that's, yeah, that's not the one I'm going to use. I'm going to nominate my friend Rachel, who I said had got her, you know, the new horse last week. She'd got her first pony. Oh, a new horse. Uh, I'm going to nominate her husband. So Rachel was like, I went and helped her with her first ride, and for a second ride, it's kind of a one on her own. I said, if your boys ride their pony, that'll be really good company for him. And, you know, it'll be like a good first ride, a good first experience. All was going really well until it started to rain. And her husband, who had her boys on the lead rain, decided he didn't want to get wet. And so just belted off with the pony. <laughs> full speed <laughs> trot. <laughs> she was the other side of the field. He was just heading for home, so her horse obviously just looked and went, I think that looks like a fucking good idea. <laughs> just took off. And then obviously got to the gate. The gate wasn't open, so had to do an emergency halt and poor oh. Rachel somersaulted straight over the front. Oh my God, is she okay? She's black and blue. And she, oh. she like sent me a message and she was like, Everything hurts. I've got a headache. My neck's sore. And I just was like really unsympathetically just said, you ride horses now. Like that's yeah. life. Every day you're going to wake up and something's going to be absolute agony. Pain. Yeah. 
just and if, if you're not if your body's not aching mentally you'll be aching if mentally you're not aching your bank account will be it's exactly deal with it it's deal just with a miserable it. sport all around really so <laughs> i was like that was so that was such a wanker thing so she got up and she said to him well that was your fault and he was like well 100 percent he couldn't see how it was his fault when she told me the story i was like what the fuck did he do that for like has he <laughs> life insurance honestly there's nothing the better than a non-horsey husband though no and what's worse i think is he's a farmer so he's used to like sheep and cows so he just thinks well it's an animal yeah and it's quite hard to sort of try and remind him that it's his wife (laughs) riding this animal yeah so he's my wanker of the week my one is me and i actually when i got on this call with katie tonight i said katie does my nose look different and she looked at me she was like no but then I but looked, well, she said, okay, does my nose look different? And I saw stared and she was like, stop staring. You're making me feel uncomfortable. I was like, you just fucking told me to look at your nose. <laughs> okay. So I, because I live my life via social media, I was watching TikTok and this girl on it was like, this is how you apply semi-permanent contour. I thought, right, I'll watch this. So in a minute, she showed how to contour your face using fake tan. Now, I don't need to contour a lot of my face. but I've got a nose that looks like someone's just thrown it on my face. So I thought, I'll have a go. So I got my fake tan out last night and I attempted to contour your two faces. <laughs> I attempted to contour my nose with fake tan. And Have um, you ever contoured your nose normally? Never. I've never contoured my Why nose. Why would you do life. it the pen? Oh my god. <laughs> I just thought it seemed like a good thing to try. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. So what so did you I, do? I put it like I mean, Wade will know all about contouring noses, but you like put like these stripes down outside of, it's an attempt to make your nose look thinner. So I did it. I thought that doesn't look like much. So I applied some more and I applied a bit more. And then I woke up this morning. I did and you looked some... like you'd put sun cream on all of your face except your nose. I basically just had two stripes and on the side, either side of my nostrils. You look like a fucking just brown. <laughs> I just had brown stripes. It did not come out like the TikTok. I have to hasten to tell you. And I got up and I completely forgot and I'd done it. And I walked in the kitchen and my husband went, what the fuck have you done to your nose? And I screamed. And I died. I was like, oh my God. And he went, but what have you done? And I was like, do I say that I tried to contour my nose with fake tan? Or do I just pretend I've woken up with a rash? The awkward moment when you're trying, when you're thinking whether syphilis is a good excuse. Just anything, anything. I was like, oh my God, um, maybe, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 so anyway, I've just been applying concealer all day to my nose, trying to make oh it better. God. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. Stop and watching I've also, these videos. Yes. I've also Goog- I agree. I've Googled extensively. I've applied a lot of facial scrub. And I've Googled extensively how long does fake tan last. So that's you're now going to have four days. red where you've exposed your nose. <laughs> you just set off my Google. <laughs> Although the average spray tan is advertised to last up to 10 days. 
10 days, Carla. <laughs> no, it's only four on your face. It's only four on your face. Oh, literally, as you were saying him, I've got one of those Google Nest things and it started doing its thing. I'm like, <laughs> 10 days? Are you joking me? That's what he just said. Oh well, your other option is to keep exfoliating, but then you're going to have basically a contour of no skin either side. It's a toss up, isn't it? <laughs> I, can even, I can even see it on the camera now. I'm shamed. I don't know what to do. But here's we're a tip in for you guys. Yeah, wear I've a mask. To, I've got to go to work. But you wear a mask. People will be pleased about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that she's wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have to see the stripe. They don't have to see your face if you're wearing a mask. Yeah, fucking hell. How about that face? <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm so glad I've t shared that with you. I feel so much better now. <laughs> okay, Wayne. I should have kept, kept the nose contour to myself. I should have used the microphone one as the wanker story. It would have been so much better for my self-esteem. Oh. <laughs> Um, my wanker anyway. of the week is my livery, Amy, who, um, she's from Dudley, and she says things like hoem and foen, um, but that's not why she's a wanker. Um, <laughs> we went for a hack, and I was riding Viv and leading Hera, it, just in a head colour, because she's really good at being led, and um, we went on this massive mammoth round the lanes kind of thing, and I said, oh, if you want to have a canter, swing left. And, um, and then along there, so she was like, oh, great, 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 great. So we're going along and she goes, are you ready to count? And I went, eee. I didn't even get, yeah, out. She fucks off at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> Literally like she's sponsored by fucking Lamborghini. She's gone. Hera launches up in the air because she's a raging whore face. Screams, pulls off Viv, who is scared of life, then shits himself at the fact that the mayor has gone up in the air. He bounces the other way. I let go of the mare. She fucks off at the canter track after Amy. I'm trying to pull Viv up and my rein snaps. So I'm now just oh! hanging on by one rein, trying to do circles in this ploughed field. I don't think it was ploughed beforehand. I think it was seeded, but I re-ploughed it. Um, I'm just going to say that it's like, um, you know, like aliens leave, um, what do they? Crop circles. Oh, yeah, crop yeah. circles. Yeah, yeah. Like, a, like an ever-decreasing crop circle. Your yeah. villagers must love you. I mean, fuck oh, me. Do you know, the problem is I forget that the rest of the world exists. I only have my little bubble. <laughs> and so when you're hacking on your own with your earphones in, um, because we have relatively quiet lanes, and you're singing shape that ass of me shake that ass of me come on girl shake that like that and then you pass a bunch of walkers who are all probably covid risks <laughs> they're in the covid <laughs> risk age category and um yeah i'm talking about seeing an oral hygienist um the whole m&m lyric about basically everything perverse and then you look up and go morning and they're oh, all looking at you hello. mortified 
mortified. And sometimes, equally, part of the reason I'm single is because I have this sense of humour and things just blurt out. Um, I just think it's a really good idea to, if I'm wearing my old patey, to doff my cap and go, good day! Um, like I'm a real posh wanker. You should do that whilst wearing your tits. Oh, please wear your tits on a hack. <laughs> I was just going to put them on earlier that. and just walk into the chat room and sit down and say nothing. <laughs> and just be like, nip, slip. They actually have nips. Look, nip, nip. They have good <laughs> nips as well. They're really, they're really good. They are, they're really good. I can't stop like whoop, whoop, touching them. I've got visions though of you sitting in the tack room trying to like freak someone else doing that and then Elvis just popping up behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know if he could ride a llama, I would be on that bastard and taking him for a toot around the block. Oh my He'd God. love it. I just love Elvis. Okay, so, so when lockdown's <laughs> over, we should do a video podcast at my yard. <gasps> 100% with I wish he could talk. We've taught Penelope to sit the big ginger pig. Oh. I'll contour my yeah. nose especially for it. <laughs> that Yes. Well that's something to I'll look contour forward my to. nose. We could Maybe have... not with permanent stuff. Okay. I'll just watch a few more YouTube videos. I can do this. No. Oh please yeah. can you no do more. this? No more YouTube videos for you. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to Pornhub. It's <laughs> what next week's going to bring, to be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> be like, know. Katie, I am too, Can you honest. see anything different? I'll be like, oh, yes. Fuck me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> She's tattooed twat on her forehead. <laughs> and I've got to try and have a straight face for the rest of this podcast while she sing with God knows what on her face. Okay, anyway. so... We've got a really good wanker of the week sent in by Charlotte Smet, who I stalk on Instagram as well because she gets to ride the most gorgeous show jumpers. Um, so she said, hi guys. Unfortunately, my life is one big wanker of the week moment. I consider that a fact as I have closely related to some of your previous wanker of the week stories. I too have had a horse related vagina incident resulting in a bruised <laughs> vaginal bone and a bulge that remained for a week. I have also sent my oh. horsey boyfriend flying around the property attached to my horse. Today, however, I want to nominate my mother as wanker of the week. I have an amazing job at a breeding yard, riding and training young show jumping horses. The facilities are amazing. And because of the COVID situation, my mum, who is also a professional show jumper, has brought some of her horses over to the yard I work at so we could continue to work together in case of a potential lockdown here in Belgium. Yesterday, I woke up and my lovely boyfriend reminded me that it was Friday the 13th and to please not do anything dangerous like ride crazy stallions or something. Naturally, that was exactly what I did. They were, however, pretty amazing to ride, as they always are, and I was feeling confident about this Friday the 13th. After lunch, I told my mum I thought it would be a good idea to take the newly back three-year-old on his first hack, because what can go wrong doing that? There's a track around the property which we usually on that is bordered by a small canal on one side of it. In an attempt to make it safer, I asked mum to come along on one of the yard's more experienced horses in case the three-year-old got scared or overfaced. 
So we set off, mum on the experience horse and me on the three-year-old. Everything went really well. The three-year-old seemed very relaxed and seemed to enjoy himself. As we turned onto the part of the track that borders the canal, mum turned to ask if I was okay. Before I could even answer her question, the horse she was on suddenly spooked towards the canal, landed in the bank, set off to jump, changed her mind, did a 180 degree turn and catapulted my mother head first into the canal with a large splash. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't help myself and burst into a fit of laughing. However, the splash of mum hitting the cold water sent the horses into a panic and mum's horse set off at a gallop. My poor three-year-old didn't know any better than to follow. I want to paint you guys a mental picture here. My mother is in the canal. At this point, I didn't know whether she was conscious or not. I am laughing while on a clueless three-year-old who is following his mate, who is galloping off into the distance. I was trying to scream behind, are you okay? Between tears of laughter and genuine concern, but mostly laughter, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Somehow my absolute saint of a three-year-old stopped, which made mum's horse stop so I could catch her. So there I was on a newly back three-year-old leading a horse on a mission to fish my mother out of the canal. Luckily, she was conscious and had managed to swim to the bank and climb out. <laughs> oh, my, my God. God. When I asked did she, did her today she... if she fancied a hack, she politely declined. <laughs> I don't blame her. Or, do, or, or, or like, next time she turns up, she should turn it wearing like water wings and like a rubber <laughs> ring around her waist and that. Like that snor and a snorkel. Yeah, I'll go for a hat with you, love. Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, my God. That, that is one of those things where it's a bit like when we were talking before with Dan was on, when old people fall over. I'm not saying her mum's old, can I just say that? But it is one of those situations where, like, someone falls off into a canal. You're going to fucking laugh, even before you know they're all right, because that, that's just pure slapstick comedy. Amazing, isn't it? Of all the places she could have fallen. That was just... Well, they were next to a canal, so... It, she was quite limited about where she could fall off. 50-50. <laughs> yeah, I think I've maybe learned a lesson. If someone ever asks me to hack near a canal, I'll be like, do you know what? You're all right. Yeah, no, not that's, so much not time. today. Bless her, Mom. Oh, bless her. Mom was probably like really smug thinking like of the two of us here, you know. It's Friday the 13th. She's the Muppet riding the oh, yeah, three-year-old. Yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did she have to get back on and ride, like, soaking wet? I don't think she said, actually. I guess so. Oh, I think that'd be a walk of shame home, She just said that she'll never, ever let her Absolutely. live Absolutely. Do you know what? I'd make, I'd make my daughter take her clothes off. I'd make him change clothes with me. I'd be like, that's your fault. Your fault. I'm, I'm going to wear your clothes home. <laughs> it definitely wasn't the daughter. Maybe not. Fault. The daughter was riding the three-year-old. I'd been like to my mum... Well, that was ridiculous. Wow. Really spooked my young one. You were supposed to be here for moral support. <laughs> now look what you've ruined it done. for life. Yeah. Ruined. <laughs> ruined it. It'll never walk past the canal again. It'll be traumatized. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'm glad my mum's all right and didn't drown. How no. deep was the canal? It doesn't jump can swim. That would be awkward, wouldn't it? Well, she couldn't swim. She would I have to hack out. We've gone, we've gone very dark with this. Haven't we? If she couldn't swim, like the story wasn't bad enough. We're trying to make it <laughs> ten times worse. 
<laughs> oh dear. So I think her mum can definitely have it. That's Actually, a proper, my mum deserves it. That's a even over my condom. Back to the yard. Although I think Wayne's Wayne's delivery probably deserves one as well, possibly for not giving Wayne a warning. Well, with the exception of your nose, which was totally self-inflicted, they've all been like <laughs> hacking disasters, haven't they? They've all been <laughs> like hacking. The only reason I, yeah, maybe we should stop hacking. Yeah. <laughs> Yours was like a nose hack fail, wasn't it? <laughs> definitely, it was definitely a nose hack fail. Oh my god! Top tip, I just guys. love the fact you decided to wake up looking like a badger. My <laughs> <I> choice. My <laughs> choice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a as well. And then when I looked as well, the <clears throat> fake tan that I used was an ultra dark one. I mean, why oh. did I think that that was going to be okay? Well, I so think. So why did you jumble up? You might as well commit. Yeah, if you're going to do it, just go all in. Yeah, go, go all hard in. Go I've got home. a lot of concealer on. Anyway, top wow. tip for you guys, it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne, don't do it thinking you'll save yourself some time, some Della time. I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky that I've got quite a petite, pretty nose. Oh, really just saying. Yeah. Rub Bastard. that in as well. Yeah, rub it in. Oh, on, rub it in. Oh, yeah, he has got a nice... He's got... He's got my boots, he's got my nose. Here's me just rubbing around with a bit of fake tan. So thank you Wait. so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed. And I know they will have because everyone will ask for Wayne back. I know, they, they always, always do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>